I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series coming up for your Boston Red Sox. I am your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Shelley Verstraight. Um, Shelley, we were... Both praying for uh, a Garrett Richards gem, and we kind of got it, but didn't matter today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I've been kind of like the the low person, the low woman um, of Garrett Richards. <laughs> but going into this game, I'm like, can we can we just please get a Garrett Richards start? Uh, you know, gem here. We got it, but again, like you said, it didn't matter because. Um, yeah, apparently the A's are good. Who knew? Yeah, had a four-game win streak followed up by a three-game losing streak, um, looking to avoid the four-game losing streak today. And we will dive into all of the fun stuff that happened in today's matchup. But first, we will recap the rest of the series. Game one, Nathan Evaldi, Chris Bassett. Red Sox take the loss 3-2. to two. Bassett looked like an ace, went throwing seven innings pitched, 10 Ks, two earned runs, only gave up three hits. Evaldi was fine in his six innings, but Darwin's and Hernandez was less so. Uh, Gave up a walk before a couple hard hits and a couple runs. 
Starters have been pretty good this year, but the bullpen outside of Barnes is starting to look a little bit shaky. Maybe taking a couple steps back here. Where where are you on this bullpen? Yeah, I, I that that's kind of what I feel. Um, like I it it's and that's not how I felt like at the beginning of the season. Like I was kind of expecting the starters to be sketchy um and maybe the bullpen be okay but yeah it's totally like flip the script for me um i i'm just always afraid whenever a starter leaves the game of okay what is going to happen because i don't really trust anyone outside of um matt barnes and i don't know what we can do about it i don't know i i don't know what do you think yeah i mean I feel like the only thing that they can do is, um, well, they could bring Bizarro back mm-hmm. up after sending him down after yesterday, um, or like start using Whitlock in more high leverage situations. But he's even been a little bit inconsistent in those. But it was particularly frustrating because Darwin's and Hernandez was had at, like the best like week and a half of his career as a reliever yeah. for the Red Sox, striking out everybody, not giving anybody hits. Um, and then the past couple times out, he's been inconsistent again, which is frustrating, yep. especially when you know you're going to be relying on him in high leverage situations. Like, had he not given up those two runs, Red Sox might have won that game. Mm-hmm. So it's frustrating to see. But um, speaking of the starters, um, Evaldi again was fine. What are your thoughts on his performance? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was it was fine. Like, um, like at the beginning of the season, like he was absolutely lights out. Like ace like but now um like the strikeouts has come down like the walk has come up a little bit um so he's just kind of fine but he's still like really really good so i'm i'm hoping like in his next couple of outings he's gonna go back to ace like but he's been pretty good this year yeah that's that's pretty much kind of how i feel the strikeouts just haven't quite been there but he's been generally effective without him so yeah. I don't know if he needs to rely on that. Um, you know, it's always better when like six innings, nine Ks, <laughs> like to have that. But you know, doing this podcast last year, after every single one of his starts, the starts where he was the most effective were actually the ones where he didn't have a K per nine over nine. So yeah. um, it's just weird when he's racking up strikeouts, he's probably too much in the zone and just gets hammered. So I think whatever he needs to do to be effective, and that was basically what he was, just four innings or six innings, four strikeouts. Two walks, not that bad. Only gave up two hits. A a performance worthy of a win. Unfortunately, didn't get it. On the hitter side, the Red Sox only mustered four hits the entire game. However, half of them came from Michael Chavis. Uh, Devers and Verdugo got the other ones. Moving on to game two. Eduardo Rodriguez, James Caprillion making his first career start. Erod, not his uh, normal self in this outing. Did have nine strikeouts, uh, but his 29% called swing strike rate was below his yearly average. What were your thoughts on Erod's performance? Um, I just kind of thought it was okay, not horrible. Like, I mean, I was I was watching and I'm just like, it's okay, but it's like you want like just something like a little bit more. He just wasn't him his self. I'm just like, yeah, you should totally be better than this. This is the A's. Come on. I mean, that's how I felt, um, you know, while watching the game. Yeah. He's had a couple not so Erod outings. Yeah. 
lately, and I'm hoping that it's not like the lingering dead arm coming back or something like that. Uh, but the nine strikeouts is still really good. So mm-hmm. maybe it's not that case. Just an off night. Uh, hits for the Red Sox here. Marwin Gonzalez had two. Uh, Martinez, Devers, and Vasquez. Uh, no, not Vasquez. Renfro. Each had one. Um, Cordero again struggled. Where are you on Cordero? <sighs> um, I I am not <laughs> that that yes that that says it all. Um, I'm not a really good place. Um, I I I mean I really I'm just it really 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 does stink. Um, because. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the trade, to be honest, because I'm not a big Cordero fan, and he's just, like, proved me right. Um, but I, I I do think that he needs to be, um, you know, maybe optioned down to, like, AAA and just get everyday playing time in not having the, you know, the big, you know, Boston spotlight on him because he looks absolutely lost. So... Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just thinking that he just needs to go back down to the minor leagues um, to just kind of write himself just a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. It also hurts a little bit more um, seeing Ben and Teddy having like a 2018 season <laughs> in Kansas <Yeah>. City, <laughs> which um, I think you and I were both thinking was going to happen with him this year. Um, it's a good hitter. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. I? I like you also was not super thrilled. Um, Jake was ready to kick him to the curb. I know because he he thinks he's very boring, but <laughs> you know, sometimes boring baseball players are good. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm with you there. Um, of the other guys that have kind of struggled, um, Verdugo and Devers both they went a combined uh, four for twenty three in the series versus the A's. Also had uh, a bit of a struggle in the Baltimore series. Where are you at with these guys? Do you think? They need to mix up where they are in the order a bit, or do you think they're good enough hitters? They'll, they'll get out of it. Um, I mean, I think they'll get out of it. Um, because I mean, you know, just a couple weeks ago, like they were on fire and you couldn't get them out. So it's just kind of odd that it just like all of them are struggling at the same time. Um, so I'm hoping all of them. I definitely hope all of them will get out of it. Um. But at least maybe like one or two will just kind of like wake up just a bit. Um, and then we can be a little bit better. But yeah, it's it's really frustrating when all of our good bats just basically go cold. It's, yeah, it's awful. Sure is. <laughs> uh, Red Sox dropped that one four to one. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez gave up all four runs there. Uh, Bizarro followed with two innings, two strikeouts, one hit. And Bryce had his best outing of the season, going one inning, one strikeout, no hits or walks. Good for him. Yeah, uh, he did something. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Game three. Looking to Garrett Richards to get the stop, stop the bleeding, help the Red Sox get a win, and he sure did that. Uh, the Red Sox bats also broke out as they get the win, eight to one. Uh, Garrett Richards went six innings. Five hits, three walks, four strikeouts. His ERA is now down to 3.89. What were your thoughts on Mr. Richards here? Um, Not that bad. Um, I mean, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't 
perfect because he, he, he had, you know, three walks in his six innings. Um, but, you know, he he was okay. He didn't give up too many hits, and we gave up five. Um, and then, you know, the A's um, were really hitterish the last, you know, two games. So, yeah, like you said, like he really did stop the bleeding there. Um, this was a really good start for him. Yeah, strikeouts weren't there. Three walks seems like a lot, but they did come really kind of at the end of his six innings um, when his pitch count was getting up there. And uh, I was glad to see him get through six. I didn't know if he was going to get there because fifth was really one where he, where he uh, got a little risky, but got a double play to get out of it. Then Whitlock followed with the ever-elusive three-inning save for his first of the season. Two strikeouts, three hits, did give up a run, his ERA at 177. Uh, hits. Bogarts had a home run. Dahlbach had a home run. Two hits from Chavis. Two doubles from Chavis. Uh, Martinez had three hits. Bogarts had three hits. Renfro had two hits. Dahlbach had two hits. Uh, everybody got hits except Verdugo, Tevers, and Arauz. <laughs> At least Arauz, though, walked twice. Yeah. So he was on base. <laughs> Devers and Verdugo, tough day. But... Um, how, where are you on, on Dahlbeck? It seems like he might be turning things around a bit. Got a couple multi-hit games. Got some dingers now under his belt. Is he turning a corner? Um, I, I, I do, I do think so. Um, like you said, like he's gotten a couple hits here. He's gotten a couple hits there. He got two hits in this game. Um, I think that he's starting to come around a bit. Yeah, he's not what he was like in like spring training, where he was just like going gangbusters and all that stuff. Yeah. And how he was at the be, you know, once he was called up, you know, last year. But I do think that he's coming back around. So I think, um, if I had to, you know, maybe kind of like demote someone and maybe bring up, I don't know, someone like uh, Jaron Duran or something, it would definitely not <laughs> be, uh, it would not be Dahlbeck, you know. Um, so yeah, I think he's coming back around. I wouldn't mind just a straight swap of Duran and Cordero at this point. 100%. Duran, who hit his fourth homer of the season already yep. tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, is he good. All right, we'll take... Uh, oh, wait. MVP of the series. I got to go Bogarts. Lots of hits. Dingers. He's good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Richards. Um, and this seems I like... like I, I know, because, I mean, he, he, we needed someone... Right to to stop the A's from hitting, and um, apparently it was Garrett Richards. So I'm gonna give him uh, the MVP of the series. Great. All right, we will take a quick break, and we'll be right back to preview the series against the Angels. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. And we're back. Red Sox now have a one and a half game lead on the Blue Jays. Two game lead on the Yankees. Three on the Rays. Six on the Orioles. Uh, the Red Sox now are uh, half a game back of the athletics and a uh, one game back yeah one game back of the white Sox for best record the american league after they had their little uh little three game losing streak there lost a little bit of ground uh to the those pesky athletics um now facing off with the angels who are currently last place in the west by a game um that Red Sox Rangers series really did a number for the Rangers, getting them out of the cellar and replacing them with the Angels. So the Red Sox have yet another series against a last place team coming up here. Pitching matchups. First, we got Nick Pavetta versus Griffin Canning, then Martin Perez, Dylan Bundy, Native Aldi versus Jose Quintana to close it out. That first matchup, Pavetta versus Canning. Pavetta uh, briefly went on the COVID IL for a day. Uh, is reactivated, is going to be starting again. Canning has had trouble keeping the ball in the park this year. Do you think, well, I guess first, um, where do you, what are your expectations for Pavetta in this matchup? And then um, then we'll, we'll talk about Canning after that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, um, I think, uh, I think Pavetta will be okay. Um, he has just been kind of like skating by um, throughout this entire year. And I'm just like waiting for the blow up. Right, um, just he yeah. has like it's <laughs> like so many walks, and he's just barely scraping by. But I'm like, I think that he can get past. Um, I think he can get past the Angels, um, and then you know when it comes to to Canning, like I was like looking at his just kind of like game logs. I'm like, yeah, I think our bats are gonna wake wake up against him. Um, I, I, I like Canning as a, as a, you know, as a pitcher, but he hasn't really had it this year. So I really do think that our bats are going to come alive, um, against Canning. I hope you're right. I mean, this is, this is the (laughs) kind of pitcher where like the bottom of the order can tee off and look really good. And I'm with you on Pavetta as well. I keep waiting for him to be bad and then he isn't. Yeah. And so I wonder, like, we're getting to the point where the sample size is like, this is just going to be who he is. He just skates by and continues to pitch really well. Uh, But it's a bit of a trip every time he goes out there. That just kind of seems like how it's going to go. Yeah. Uh, Angels line up. Well, actually, let's get to the pitching matchups first. Second matchup, Perez versus Bundy. Uh, Bunny was roughed up in a start against the Dodgers, but overall has been uh, pretty good. Dodgers, very good baseball team, so I don't know if we can read too much into that. Yeah. Uh, can Perez keep the Angels lineup kind of in the park? I I don't know. I, I don't feel good about this one. Because, um, I mean, I, I like Perez kind of, sort of. 
um, as like a fifth starter. Like he can just kind of just hold the ship and just be like, okay, I can hold this. But I mean, just with the with the lineup that the Angels have, especially just a lot of just amazing hitters, I'm not feeling great. Um, and, and Bundy, I mean, he's been good for what, a year and a half now? Like ever since he's gotten to the Angels, like he's been like legit. And yeah, he got roughed up by the Dodgers. Um, but, um, I'm, that, that should honestly should be expected, even though the Dodgers are kind of scuffling, um, you know, this, you know, these last couple weeks, I, I, this is out of the entire matchup that they have um, this weekend. This is the one that I'm scared of that I think uh, we uh, might lose. I agree. The only thing that gives me a little bit of hope is, I mean, we're talking about like the sample size of Pavetta. In five of Perez's seven starts, he's gone five innings, given up two runs. Yeah. Sometimes he's done that while striking out two and walking three. And sometimes he's done that with striking out six or seven and not walking anybody. But somehow that just kind of, he just keeps reverting back to that. Yeah. I think if you can hand over uh, to the bullpen with having only given up two runs, I feel pretty good about the Red Sox chances to knock some hits together and, and win that game. But we could also see him go three innings and give up five. So I think that that I'm with you on that one being kind of the wild card of the matchup. Uh, to end the series on Sunday, we got Nate Evaldi, Jose Quintana. Quintana has been really up and down this year. Doesn't look all that great. Evaldi uh, is coming off of a couple of good performances now after a couple of rough ones. Um, do you think he uses the momentum from his start here against the A's and keeps that going versus the angels. I think so. I I definitely think so. Um, I definitely think that he's going to get like more than like four or five strikeouts. Like I just, I just have like this feeling that he's going to just come back um, to that early season uh, dominance that he had where he was racking up, you know, six, seven strikeouts a game and going, going pretty deep. So yeah, I think, I think our ace is going to return. Um, against the Angels um, on Sunday. Me too. Hope for a good series. What's your prediction? Uh, my prediction is uh, two out of three. I think that that middle one, Perez Bundy, that one scares me a bit. But I think I think we'll still like take the series two out of three. I think they're going to turn completely around, go for the sweep. Nice. Um, Angels bats first before we wrap this up. Uh, Trout, Walsh, Otani, very good. Mm-hmm. Possible return of Rendon, also very good. After that, very bad. Um, is this a lineup that you think can give the Red Sox issues, or are you looking at it more of just let Trout do what he's going to do, don't let Walsh, Otani beat you, and the rest is gravy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much uh, exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Trout is going to just be... You know, um, Trout is going to be a goat, and he's just going to do whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Trout is going to just do whatever he wants. So if, you know, he, you know, hits a double, you know, off the green monster, whoever the pitcher is, you know, Pavetta, Pavez, uh, Ivaldi, just kind of uh, just 
you know, shrug it off and then go and attack again because Trout will just do everything. Um, and just hope that Wash and Otani, you can just, you know, get around and not, and he doesn't, both of those guys don't kill you and the rest of the lineup you really shouldn't be afraid of. So, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about the lineup. Currently rolling out a 36-year-old John Jay in that outfield. Seems like they could uh, maybe call up one or two fellas instead, but yeah, you do you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, who is your prediction for MVP of the series? Um, The MVP of the series. Um, I'm going to go with Eovaldi. Because um, I think we're going to split the two series, the the first two games of this series, and then just Eovaldi's just going to come out and just be just so freaking awesome. So that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Devers. I think nice. he's going to break out of this little mini slump he's got going. Had a couple dingers. Have a nice series. Yes. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. We'll be with you again at the beginning of the week for a little preview of a three-game series against Toronto which could be a pretty important one for the Red Sox in the standings. Thanks for listening.